Hey everyone and welcome to the mid-season finale for season one of ADD News. This is going to be a special episode um, that we're rushing because the result of the Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, we wanted to get that talked about before too much time had passed. Um, yeah, the, uh, your hosts, Rufus and Marcos, as usual. Um, Alright, let's get into it. So <laughs> That works. I like it. <laughs> Uh, fair warning, uh, this is early in the morning for both of us, especially Marcos. And, uh, so if we're a little, a little, seem a little out of it, it's because we kind of are. A little on the but, groggy side, but I'm traveling to my aunt's wedding, so, uh, I gotta get this done before then. <laughs> hear that? He's having a COVID wedding. Marcos hates people. Yup. I'm, uh, pulling a Ted Cruz and I'm off to Cancun. <laughs> my my new goal is going to be to create a division in our fans, all, all 12 of them. All, all 12 to 17 unique <laughs> listeners. We appreciate you. I'm a, Ruf- a Team Rufus. That's what it is. <laughs> my t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's our one joke of the day. Uh, the rest of this is going to be a real bummer. Yeah, we could we could bring it back up when we tease the stuff we're doing for the second half of the season. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, do you want to start? Um, sure. Yeah, I'll get right into it. Uh, so, like we stated, this is specifically an episode in regards to the Chauvin verdict, which there's no way you've not heard about it. I hope to God, if you're listening to us, you've at least heard the Chauvin verdict. Um, after roughly a year, uh, it's finally happened. Derek Chauvin has been convicted. Of uh, was it second degree unintentional murder? Uh, yeah, uh, third degree, degree murder, and yeah, third degree manslaughter. Yeah, second or third um, degree murder and second degree manslaughter. Yeah, uh, which thank God. Um, it, it's hard to believe that it's been this stressful uh, and this honestly up in the air up until it actually happened. Um, despite evidence. Video evidence from multiple angles for 15 minutes of him murdering a man in the street. Um, but we're here and it's happened. And honestly, it, it's, it is cause for celebration. Uh, but I do want to point out that I have some information on this and so does Marcos. But uh, uh, based on mapping policeviolence.org, uh, police have killed at least 319 people so far in 2021. Um, there's been... I think only three days that a cop hasn't killed somebody in America. And while it is good, and I think it is amazing that we have this little bit of justice or at least consequences for actions, um, it is important. And I don't think most people are forgetting this, but it is important to not forget that uh, this is only like a step, this baby step. This is bare minimum for our people's end goal should be, Oh well, he murdered someone. He gets convicted of murder. Well, that's it. Should not even be a question. Yeah, it should be a non-issue. In fact, um, so yes, I am happy and I am extremely grateful that Chauvin is being punished for his actions. Or we'll find out. Honestly, uh, uh, when sentence, sentence comes. hasn't. Yeah, sentence hasn't been given. Um. Which leads me to the alternate, the alternative reaction to the Chauvin trial, actually, are the people calling for mistrial and accusations of injustice because Chauvin shouldn't have been convicted. Um, and these are some pretty wild takes, honestly. I don't, I don't really get where they're coming from. Uh, I just saw, I read on The Hill, uh, Ted Cruz is accusing Biden of giving grounds for mistrial, actually. Biden? That's that's a new one. That's something to take. I hadn't heard that one. Because while they're deliberating on the verdict, um, Biden said he gave a little press conference and he said he's praying for the right verdict. I believe that's a direct quote. And Cruz is flabbergasted. Someone would give this kind of opinion from his office. Which, when you contrast that with Glenn Beck the other day saying, uh, did Biden tell us to stop praying when he said enough prayers time for action? He really just can't say anything. No, literally nothing. 
No, he even it was something like he said, "Man, I I hope that Chauvin bastard just gets it." No, he he literally said, "I pray for the right verdict," which is again that's just that's just political speak. It's it's easy you go either way. Yeah, you could really take that either way, but obviously the right verdict was the one that the jury reached. But that doesn't mean that that was manipulative at all. No. <laughs> Um, which leads us into the other obvious one they, that all the rights been attacking was uh, Representative Maxine Waters um, calling for, and how did I not get that exact quote? Um, essentially, she called for uh, tr- activists to not calm down, to not back down, and to... Um, Increase efforts essentially, and their fight for justice and for racial equality, and they tried calling for mistrial uh, during the trial itself um, because of this, and everyone's attacking her because, well, because they hate black people mostly, but um, particularly think, loud black people that are trying to get rights, right? How dare you speak on racial justice? There are more important things going on. Like, I think McCarthy actually is trying to have her censored by the Senate. Oh, it's the it's the crazy QAnon uh, senator that is transphobic. Uh, oh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually the one that issued the censorship uh, vote or. Uh, no, Kevin McCarthy is too. House Minority oh. Leader. And again, it's 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 coming from multiple directions. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's wild. Because, I, especially when it's the senators who should already have been ejected from the Senate. <laughs> right. Ted Cruz of all these people. Uh, um, considering what he said, that which led almost directly to the January 6th riots. Right, which like, yeah, definitely exacerbated them. Yeah, um, like stones, glass houses, that whole shenanigans. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just wild to me that these people have these such such bad takes on one again should be a very straightforward case. I don't get it. it. No one, there's an issue of police violence in this country, and this is one of the most egregious and obvious ones that it has happened. Honestly, um. Like, George Floyd got murdered, and we convicted his murderer. Why is this a discussion still? And I'll tell you why. Because racists. Uh, once you get the lead for a second? Yeah. I lost all track of my notes. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, I'll uh, go back and touch up on some of the points that you hit that I have uh, a little bit on. Um, yeah, the first is that... Uh, for starters, um, the trial was, it was deliberated a matter of 10 hours, which is, um, just absolutely insane because, uh, they also, not only were they given several days just to collect their thoughts, get their notes in order and see which, what, what should be stricken from the record and what shouldn't from their deliberation. Um, but they are also one of the first, if not the first jury to get the laptop with all of the video recordings for all of the evidence in the room so they didn't have to come out and request yeah uh because normally the jury would if they want to rewatch something they have to come out and request it so you can kind of see the pace of where they're at in the discussion from public record (laughs) um but to kind of streamline the amount of information that they had to go over they had the laptop there with them and um I assume eventually we'll hear from the jurors about what went on in those 10 hours, but the fact that they were able to reach uh, a unanimous guilty verdict uh, on all three charges is is incredible because I really thought that there were going to be people in that jury panel. We even talked about it in the show that like there were going to be people that held out because um, they the defense really uh, did what felt like a good job in paneling a jury full of people that were going to swing his way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, uh, that was crazy. But then, yeah, to have right wing talking heads who, well, uh, well, before we even go to the right wing talking heads, um, first we want to talk about the, 
difference in what happened versus what these people always like say is going to happen. So we had, you know, 30,000 troops or something there um, in Minneapolis, uh, millions of dollars in infrastructure to guard, the, to barricade the courthouse uh, ahead of the trial. Um, you had Dallas boarded up. You had uh, like the schools, whenever they announced the verdict, schools in Minneapolis all canceled all post uh, school activities and told parents to come pick up their right. kids. Um, so there was like a lot of like everybody and there was people saying, you know, either way, people are going to riot. Uh, they're going to just use this as an excuse to go loot, blah, blah, blah. But then nothing happened. Then justice <laughs> occurred and nothing happened. Um, and to me, that says not only is the nature of this movement so different than what it's painted as by <laughs> the white people <laughs> I, <don't>, uh, <laughs> I was like i really can't think of a better filler than that um that are the whites the, the boomers i guess um yeah but yeah that is that's the conservatives was the word i was looking for um that i <laughs> the, my brain couldn't attach a word to um the white conservative crew that says that you know they're just looking for violence blah 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 and then like trying to even go further than that and be like, well, oh, it's just cause like the color of their skin, they're using this as an excuse for violence. Like just like being absolutely oh, racist. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, I think that everybody was able to, because of the fact that there was not a single instance of anything happening as like proving that the violence was a response to violence and that the violence stops when it stops coming from the state, the violence towards the state stops when it, it stops coming from the state. Right. Um, but yeah, then to have, um, you know, Tucker, especially, uh, just absolutely lose his fucking mind on his show Bitch. about it. Um, like in what, what is an obvious display of just fear. And also on top of that, um, an underlying message that he believes that black people should be afraid that they should fear cops. And that if we get to a position where they don't fear for their lives, then it somehow ruined his white society. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, just, I, I cannot ever enough say fuck Dr. Carlson, but yeah. And then he was joined with by Ben Shapiro, Tommy Lauren, um, the whole crew came out to play on <laughs> the gang being absolute pieces of shit. Um, uh, well, here we go. Ben Shapiro says convicting Chauvin of murder rather than manslaughter was incorrect in my view of the evidence. <laughs> but at least evidence was presented to support the conviction. No evidence was presented that George Floyd Floyd's killing was racist, but Chauvin was convicted of that. And so was America. Um, no, he literally wasn't convicted of racism. That there was no hate crime uh, conviction. <laughs> that was never mentioned, Benny. I don't Benno. even think that that was brought up once in the trial. No. Also, <laughs> I feel like their conservatives get confused or are willfully ignorant of. It's not specifically an issue of individual racism. It's the systemic issues that are from this, like the the system has like built into it racist policies and procedures, and that as a whole, police forces commit racist acts, as in a disproportionate number of killings towards black people. It's not that there are definitely some racist in police forces. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But Santa, as a whole, they are individually all racist. Racism is an issue we need to tackle, but embedded uh, in the fabric <laughs> and not necessarily in every thread. Exactly. Um, and I don't think that they understand that at all. Like, just because a policy or a person doesn't say the words "I hate people of color," 
it doesn't mean their actions aren't race-based or a racist that is right and yeah. speaking of uh i've got a well the first thing i saw um robert wright he posted um on the after the conviction and said he was the one that gave the statistic that three people per day had been killed by police from the time we heard opening uh, uh the opening arguments to the time that we received a guilty verdict um and then um there's also the uh Devante Wright or yeah and then so yeah that came up in the last week um and the very oh then before that the I'm trying to find names in my notes um it's kind of weird that um New York Times is just citing the cases but not giving the names of the victims. Right. Um, that's, yeah. Well, you can't humanize them. The accidentally grabbed the, my taser instead of my gun case. Oh, God. Um, and then even that very day, it's like I, when I got home from work that night, they were talking about a killing that had happened just right then in the aftermath of the, of the verdict. Um, Oh yeah, the teenage girl mm-hmm. killed in Columbus. Yeah, and that's another one. Where is that the one where they were? Yeah, the people are saying, "Oh, she had a knife or something." Uh, yeah, I saw some of the the video caught rolled up, and there was there was there was a scuffle going on, and um, you can't really hear any of the audio, but uh, it doesn't look like he spent a whole lot of time trying to de-escalate the situation. He essentially pulled his gun as soon as she, he saw she had a knife and mowed her down, basically. Uh, she was 16 years old. Even though every white dude from Texas I've ever known carries a knife. Um, Absolutely. Um, uh, who was that little prick's name? Uh, Rittenhouse carrying a, a rifle around, running up to cops, and getting away just fine. Speaking of him... Uh, I have a brief segue because while we're talking about police misconduct and Kyle Rittenhouse, sure that Virginia police of Virginia police officer and many other police officers, uh, well, one has been fired and many other officers were found out to have uh, been donating to Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse's defense fund. Oh my God. And not only were these cops doing it and normally that's an anonymous thing, but they use their work emails to do it. Freaking morons. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So whenever I was in criminal justice classes at undergrad and criminology classes at grad school, like both of like both different schools of thought, um, they said that criminal justice is often an easy line of work because of how stupid criminals are. <laughs> I never did. I think that would apply also to law enforcement how stupid criminals are i they yeah well you don't send a smart guy to catch a dummy you send more dummies <laughs> um it's on easy mode yeah it's just yeah send out the worst of what you got for the yeah for the, uh, but yeah, it contributed to the $2 million bond that was raised by conservatives. Like there were cops that were donating that have also now been, or that at least one has been fired in the wake of that. Um, and it's not at all surprising. He's basically one of their heroes. Um, oh my God. Yeah, so that yeah, so you could do that. You could be you could contribute to the outcome of a murder trial in that way, but but if you and and you will never hear a conservative talking head or a conservative politician say anything about those cops um or saying that it was unfairly uh saying that it was un or unfairly influenced by those cops, but you can have uh Everybody freaking out at Biden, praying for the right outcome. Right. <laughs> it's just the 
the hypocrisy is just constant and never ending and relentless and growing in its size and nature. Well, oh my god, it's it's just so irritating the double standards and the willful ignorance involved in these people. Because like when we talked about, oh, well, they're gonna write either way, and duh, and why? Why are they doing that? Why is the issue? And it's just from both sides. Even it goes even with like Biden saying, "Well, I don't support the violence and the destruction, but peaceful protests are okay." Um, not understanding the greater issue is that they're they're leading to riots or what little that I do, not because people just want to go out and destroy stuff. It's because they're angry and upset. <laughs> Well, yeah, and they say that they want peaceful protests, but then when a black person kneels at a football game, um, oh, that reminds me, did you hear, oh my God, uh, I'm glad I thought of this, I totally forgot, um, did you hear that Texas has had a bill passed through the Senate so far, or the initial, house, whatever, the initial phases to get a bill passed um, for two re- to require all sporting events to play the national anthem by law. What the fuck? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Forced patriotism. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. It's like the bill's called like the star spangled banner preservation act or something where <laughs> Texas is the North Korea of the United States. Um, it really feels like that sometimes. I, can't believe that they're even trying like how do you ju- how do you call that freedom like what <laughs> force it like because they're like oh well nobody's making you stand but then it's like oh well the ncaa and nfl policy is to stand and then it's like mm-hmm. well the, and then we so you had the mavericks just not playing it instead um yeah. and then they're like oh well we don't like that either we want we want you out there we want you standing and we want you to legally have to do it like oh conservatives I swear, if I started saying the Pledge of Allegiance at work every day, I'm like fling to Cuba or something. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm done. I can't take it. Um, Jesus Christ. Yep. And so that's where we're at on that. <laughs> that uh, is that I just I don't I don't get how you can consider yourself an advocate, a champion of like freedom and justice and then do shit like go out of your way to restrict freedom well yeah and and then insist that justice wasn't carried out because it didn't it was it wasn't reflected in your fringe right-wing conspiracy bullshit wasn't reflected in the outcome of a murder trial where that we all watched now and like i yeah i don't know um i just don't even know anymore (laughs) Yeah, uh, what was the other thing Shapiro said? He got ratioed hard on. It oh, was, uh, was, uh... Oh, you wouldn't be saying justice was done if the verdict came out the other way, would you? And I think it was, like, Hasanabi or some some dude. He's like, uh... Well, because there's a difference between a m- murder and not. Yeah, and a murder out. going free and a murder being convicted, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah, we would have a different opinion on that, bud. Um, Jesus, there's. Uh, I'm looking at what I hadn't seen what Tucker Carlson had said, but like reading through like his show, I guess this dude's insane. Oh yeah, how do you do that? How do you sleep um, at night? For those who I guess didn't watch it, like, I didn't watch it. I I tried to avoid Tucker like seeing his face and hearing his voice whenever possible. I'll read about him though. Um, he's uh, essentially accusing. The jury are fearing for their life and country, and that essentially, what is it? Oh, everyone understood perfectly well the consequences of an acquittal in this case. After nearly a year of burning and looting and murder by the Black Lives Matters movement, that was never in doubt. Um, and essentially, he's implying they were strong armed into. Uh, giving a guilty verdict by a bunch of predominantly peaceful protesters. Um, He then brought on uh, an officer. What was that dude's name? 
Ed Gavin, uh, a former New York City deputy sheriff. And so it's like grilling him, looking for information, asking questions like, well, who's going to become a cop now? Who do you think? Um, and when the cop doesn't give him the answer he wants, uh, specifically it's replying, well, think people will still become police officers. This is really a learning experience for everyone. Let's face it, what we saw in the video was pure savagery. Tucker just loses it and starts doing his his weird rambly rhetorical question thing he does. How about we enforce the law? Do we need to do that? So hold on. Wait a second. Wait, slow down. Do we enforce the law? Oh, so what you're saying is that you don't believe that the law should be enforced. Okay. Fucking straw man central. Oh my god. How is this dude still on the air? Racist. Well, yeah, especially after... After we heard of the last episode here, that he was out publicly touting in name white supremacist theory. (laughs) Mr. White Genocide over here isn't a fan of the Chauvin verdict. Surprise. And the fact that he took the most fucked up stance about it is also unsurprising. Oh, Um, God. uh, Yeah, and okay, so, and the fact that, yeah, they were. So when Duante Wright was shot in the couple days before the week of closing arguments um the defense asked for the jury to be sequestered and re-interviewed to see if they were um uh, like how much they heard or if they were at all affected by the story of the of that shooting and the judge denied the sequesterment because uh he was like well they're going to be sequestered in two days for closing arguments anyway so no and then during that period of being sequestered is when you had like Biden praying for the outcome or you had Maxine Waters saying what she did about the outcome and all that stuff. And people are saying that that should be cause for mistrial, but the jury was sequestered. So there's no way that they even heard, uh, any of that stuff. Um, and so it's just like a swing for like the Hills, a hail Mary type of play to say that that's cause for, um, a mistrial. Uh, yeah. I don't even know why they're fighting so hard to find, like, oh, oh we got to find, like, a caveat to make this, like, reverse this decision. Like, why are you sticking up for somebody who's so clear, who fucking killed someone? I don't, what the fuck? Right. Like, who are you standing with? Like, what? A murderer. <laughs> and for what, to what end? To own the libs? Like, what the fuck? I... Because literally even, like, other cops don't support Chauvin. The 35-year police veteran (laughs) that has testified in many, many trials, who is the captain of the police force, who was his supervisor and everything, just testified, (laughs) gave the most damning testimony against Chauvin, which, if that's not enough in and of itself, but then to have all the doctors and everybody else come up... um, and then one thing I thought was interesting is, uh, which I'll, I want to mention before, uh, like during this episode, before we get to the sen- actual sentencing is that they, uh, one of the witnesses that they brought up on the prosecution side was one of the young girls who, uh, witnessed it. And they obviously a child's testimony, witness testimony is not like going to be great for getting a, conviction but that was more of a post-conviction play because now they can say that it was an aggravated murder because it was a a violent crime in front of a child so they could boost the um duration of the sentence um because right now it's because sentences are served concurrently in the united states unless they're life sentences then you could have them uh like one after the other but the uh, so right now only the uh, second degree murder is basically going to be the sentence that matters because mm-hmm. it's the one that's got the longest maximum, right? Uh, which is 40 years, but could be extended if, or if not extended, it could at least give way for us to reach a maximum sentence of 40 years, uh, reach the maximum because it was in front of a violent crime in front of a child. Right. Um, but yeah, so we're looking at 40-year maximum right now as it stands, and we will see how that goes. Um, I assume that 
the appeal will get thrown out by any judge worth his weight in salt because uh, <laughs> be, like, because again, and I, I'm surprised that it hasn't been talked about more thoroughly in just the media that the fact that the jury was meant to be sequestered and either that didn't happen in the closing arguments and I missed that during that week or we just haven't arrived to that point in the narrative that they were... Well, and- and it was mentioned uh, briefly uh, post-trial, whenever the defense and the uh, prosecution were discussing with the judge. Uh, again, anything that was scratching the record and stuff like that. Um, because he, he went for appeal again because of Maxine Waters specifically. And uh, the judge essentially said it wasn't grounds for it. Uh, he gave a, a verbal, I guess, warning to uh, politicians to uh, hold their opinions uh, in a legal setting. Um, that was pretty much it. Uh, and it was already kind of gone over. It's already happened. Um, so I don't know why they're still pursuing this, honestly. Yeah, this is uh, sort of one of those things like Ted Cruz jumping on Trump's sinking ship towards the end. Like, yeah. once Trump lost, like that that's like when you should have just cut your losses and moved on. Um rather than align yourself with somebody who wasn't going to get an overturned result. <laughs> so it's the same with like Chauvin, like he's not going to walk. Like, why are you doubling down on this? Why be shitty? Um, if anything, I'm honestly surprised. Like the, the conservatives are like, yeah, see this guy's just especially bad. You got him. All the bad cops. See, are gone bad now. cops are brought to justice. Yeah. Y'all are wrong. <laughs> Like why isn't that rather than should right any but that would at least make more sense <laughs> listening to this podcast? Please don't do this. <laughs> oh God, I hope Teddy, there's not any of them listening to us. Ted Cruz. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you keep seeing the ADD News Twitter page tweeting at him because I've been doing that for the last couple of days. I. Every time I'm in a sour mood and on Twitter and I happen to be scrolling the ADD page and I see Ted Cruz say something, I feel emboldened to at him in response. Because <laughs> he was just yesterday, he was like, uh, oh, it turns out that the answer to the question whether or not every every federal agency is has a spying program is yes, because there's something about the USPS doing some spying bullshit. I don't even know. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> if the post office wants to sift through my fucking junk mail, I guess whatever fucking, I don't get anything in the mail. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but like I, so I at responded and added him and I was like, Hey, don't you remember doing this where <laughs> like last year in the last year of Trump's presidency, he and the rest of the Senate voted to extend uh, the um, Patriot Act domestic spying powers of the federal government right this is like you're really just he's just fucking chucking boulders in glass houses all day long um you're one of the one people of that stick. Yeah, gave the government the right to continue spying and you're gonna fucking talk about spying like we're all looking for the guy who did this all right <laughs> it's like he goes out of his way to gaslight people it's not even like a when it conveniences him it's like he gets off on doing the exact opposite of what he's always self-righteously indignant about. I'm going to end up like jumping him in a back alley only to discover he's actually like a, a chaos deity or something yeah. only here to screw with people. God, that would make me feel so much better. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the answer. <laughs> uh, and before I've, I've got a couple of, little spin-off things to close, but um, I want to make yeah. sure that we thoroughly talked about everything we wanted to about um, the trial. Yeah, uh, I do want to bring up like a, a few of like the Democratic responses to it, okay. which have, of course, been positive, generally. Uh, my main issue with most of them is they'll, they're, they're phrased just oddly enough to bother me. Usually with things like, oh, justice is served, we have justice, and and again, I do want to point out, like, this is a small modicum of justice. It's a little bit of peace, um, specifically for the, for the Floyd family. But at the same time, um, George Floyd's 
dead. Uh, Brianna Taylor is dead. Flynn Castile is dead. And for most part, none of their murderers are ever brought to trial or convicted. Um, we still have, was it three other officers who still have to go to court or to trial, uh, for George Floyd alone. And it's going to be a real bummer if they use this victory, uh, they being conservatives in our corrupt justice system to kind of skate by the other three killers or people who assisted in killing, uh, George Floyd. So again, it is good to celebrate, but I don't know what's what's that phrase. Our friends keep your head on a swivel or whatever. Mm. Like mm-hmm. this is nowhere near enough. Um, stand and, back and stand by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then on the other side of the Democratic response, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh Lord. You tone deaf monster. Um, for those who didn't see what she said, she apparently spoke to a reporter and thanked George Floyd for his sacrifice. And, uh, I, I probably should have to point this out to 80 plus year old white people. Um, but black people aren't your sacrifices. (laughs) That's not how that works. Right. It's not like saying like, like to the troops, the sacrifice that you're making or whatever, which is still like kind of ridiculous, but uh, like you have to choose to die for it to be a sacrifice. Otherwise, you're not really a sacrifice. Yeah, it's not a sacrifice if you're just if you're just murdered in cold blood, right? Um. Also, maybe it would be really cool if it didn't take the death of people. To uh, convince, I guess, conservatives that murder is wrong. Like, I feel like we figured that out already. And they're still not even convinced is the fun part of that. Right. Um, uh, I think the latest spending bill I was looking into with uh, like Biden's administration was to increase police funding. No. Mm. Uh, is that in the uh, infrastructure bill or I think it is. I Yikes. could be wrong on that though. Uh yeah, the goal is to Corden increase talking about that. <laughs> they want to increase police funding uh to I saw saw the phrasing somewhere and I don't have it in my notes anymore. Um basically they want to just retrain cops uh and put like committees in place to monitor them. But those will obviously get corrupted almost immediately. Well, and I feel like they don't ever use the just, money for that. They use them for tanks right. and shit. Oh, absolutely. Um, if you want police officers to have the, or if you want police departments to have the money to, for retraining, have them sell their fucking SWAT tanks, period. I do right. not give them any more money until they sell those back. They don't need them. What are they for? The just fucking, Smallest like if you, if you don't believe, if you believe that cops' main duty is to protect citizens and to reduce crime, they don't need military grade equipment. They don't need military grade equipment. That's that's not military's job. Quit equipping them like that. Uh, like we have federal SWAT teams. You don't need police departments doing SWAT raids and killing people like Breonna Taylor right. in their house over, especially because most. SWAT raids that they use that military grid equipment for is for drug crimes that aren't even like uh, that aren't even worth the time or money spent. So the reason that we have no knock warrants is because of the excuse that if you knock, then they might flush the drugs. But if the amount of drugs they have inside is flushable, then (laughs) maybe you shouldn't be fucking kicking their door down. Um, Yeah. Because if you're, if you're, be justified in military grade like hostile breakdown of somebody's home they'd better have enough drugs to clog every toilet in the fucking neighborhood um (laughs) because what the fuck is that even for what are you doing like if it's flushable drugs then that means that it's a personal stash and you don't you don't need 
Also, if it's flushed, they don't have drugs anymore. You're done. That was the goal, yep. right? You succeeded in the goal of them not having drugs anymore. Case closed. Um, but yeah, I don't like all the images of like Minneapolis, like fleet uh, streets flooded with cops and riot gear and tanks and military equipment. Like we also that, had the actual military there. Oh yeah, that too. Like thirty thousand um, troops, I think, ready to go. None of that equipment is for criminals. Like, none of it. No, and, it, like, this goes back to the Ferguson riots when they had, like, sniper overwatches on the tanks on, like, on police tanks uh, during the Ferguson riots back in, uh, what is it? 08? Uh, no, no tw- I think it was 12. It was all we were at Howard oh. Payne. Well, that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it was, uh... That was when I first, like, that that was one of the first fracturing points for my worldview, was seeing the SWAT response with, like, sniper overwatch and stuff just because people were, like, rioting. But you don't see that when, like, like, after a soccer game or whatever, when there's rioters and stuff, you don't see military-grade SWAT response. Right. Uh, and yeah, and that's that's just like unnecessary, and all of that stuff should get sold, and that should be where they get the money for training, and we should not be giving them another dime until it's all sold back. Um, exactly. Because it's not like the training is going to matter anyways. We had, when you have a twenty-seven year police veteran mistaking their offhand or their their weapon for their offhanded light. Uh, taser. Um, and well, and and it's, it's, none of this is any one issue. Of course, it is a series of issues, all coalescing into a, a system of that murders people for the color of their skin, for the most part. Um, but one of the issues isn't it isn't because people use this excuse a lot. Um, actually, my mom used this excuse just last night. Uh, so well, they didn't go burn the place down for that Mexican kid that got shot. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, they kind of did. Because um, the issue isn't just, well, it's like when people say, oh, well, cops kill white people, too. That's not good. Yeah, you're not really making the point you think you're making. Um, um, and the issue isn't just that cops kill people. It's, it's that they, they do it and get away with it. Well, and that they kill black people to a disproportionate a disproportionate degree like As well yeah yeah because if we, if it was just that cops killed everyone then we could have a conversation about that but it's specific that black people make up like what like 13 something percent of our uh, uh yeah i think 12 to 13 percent of our population but they're the vast majority of people who are killed by police um and yeah white people are killed too but that doesn't that if we were gonna make an argument like that it would be that white people needed to be killed on pace with black people if you wanted to weigh that evenly um which would require for the population difference a vast number of white people to be getting killed um to to levy that and so like like it just feels gross even trying to like make that like qualification but like that's what you're trying to do when you dismiss it by oh cops kill white people too like not nearly enough for it to matter for for this conversation's purposes Right. Um, God. So it's just all of those bad arguments. Yeah, and like bad, the whole... Bad faith argument. The whole, like, they, oh, you don't see the rioting. Like, I don't, like, I don't see you doing anything either, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you obviously, if you say they should be rioting, then you obviously believe that what happened was wrong. And if what happened was wrong, then why are you... Why are you giving this take? Why are you like? Why are you being like this? <laughs> Get some support. Yeah, you go start a riot then. Well, and it's it's also wild. It's like a big conservative talking point. It's like the Second Amendment and the right to defend themselves. And the whole purpose of that is if your government becomes tyrannical, and this is literally government tyranny, right? Like this is this is like textbook 
literally see photos of this like in by the definition in a dictionary. This is the government stepping on the citizens and needs to be taken down a notch. And the fact that that well, and also the only reason that we were able to get a trial from start to finish in under a year and get a conviction like that, like, like to some degree, they're right that because people were aware that if they miscarried justice, that there would be consequences for their action. So like they're missing the point when they say like, Oh, the jury was scared. Like, yeah, well, it was less scared and more that uh, probably a realization that if, they sided with a murderer again, like juries are ought to do in uh, in cases like this. Like if they if they just gave the benefit of the doubt to the cop again and again and again, that this time right. there would be consequences for miscarrying justice like that. And it took a year of civil unrest for us to get to a point where juries aren't going to side with white supremacist cops. <laughs> 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 oh my god uh you saw that that photo that some i don't even know what to call them anymore some douchebag posted oh he never had a chance because oh because half of the jury was black uh i think only four four of them were oh uh, that post had six of the emojis uh two of them were mixed race oh god they didn't know how to show that image <laughs> jesus <laughs> Um, only four of the jurors were black, and if you recall, at least one or two of them did not support Black Lives Matter. And yet we got a <laughs> unanimous conviction in ten hours. Like, my biggest concern, my boss actually walked up to me the other day, he was like, oh, so I guess you were wrong. You said it, was, it wasn't going to work out. I'm like, well, I was really worried about it, yeah, because did you see the jury they put together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the just the historical precedent yeah like i'm glad that i'm glad that we were wrong i'm very very glad we were wrong but we are our analysis was not wrong from a statistical standpoint this was an anomaly and uh while it's a good thing that it happened it it is very unlikely to keep happening though i hope i'm wrong again in that analysis right um it feels like everybody's like sigh of re- like so the biggest reason i wanted to rush this episode is because uh it was incredible seeing the country kind of stand still to stop what they were doing and watch the verdict reading um right and it was like a powerful moment but it shouldn't have had to have been the fact that yeah. it was that powerful of a moment uh over something that was so obvious <laughs> um is really what like because the next time and the time after that and the next several times they're they're obviously not all going to be this clear cut where you have 10 minutes of brutal suffocating before the death like a lot of them are going to be shootings and the shootings are really the ones that are the problem because more often than not that's how police kill people is by shooting them and those are rarely tried and convicted um, yeah, I saw something like um, I could, uh, like ninety eight percent of uh, these cases don't even go to court. There's no yeah, and even then, only fifty percent of the ones that do are ever convicted. Right. Um, and yeah, again, it takes like some egregious thing to take place and a very public spectacle for right. justice to ever occur which is exhausting we shouldn't have to riot for an entire year to get justice on something so obvious that's just, that should not be the position we're in as a country right um and yeah so it is it is relief in the in the way that biden winning was like take a moment to breathe in a sigh of relief and then know that this isn't the end that we have so much fucking work to do. Um, just because that wound is no longer bleeding doesn't mean you're not still riddled with bullet holes. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but, uh, that's, that's all I have on it, but I do have a couple of like a little bit more upbeat, 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, let's do that. Um, all right. So, did you hear that earlier this month, um, the uh, ERCOT, the company that is responsible for the power grid in Texas, was asking people on a pretty mild day in April to conserve power and turn off their air conditioners because they were getting close to a <clears throat> blackout again. Oh my god. Um, it was... I did not. I did not hear that. Yeah, they, after like it was in the 70s and 80s and they lost 32 megawatts of power generation um, and so yeah, it's just insane that Texas is allows its grid to operate <laughs> um what a nightmare because like again that's a that's a lot of people that you're putting their entire lives at in directly in the palm of a corporation's head who are notoriously not into uh human rights over profit 75 <laughs> percent of my state and that's insane uh, that it was a 70 to 80 degree day and that they were calling on people to ask for <laughs> shit to their people to turn their ACs off. Yeah. Um, Jesus. <laughs> and so there's that. And then, um, so like court, John Cornyn has been, um, issuing, uh, the worst graphically designed prop propaganda, memes for being against the infrastructure spending bill um because <laughs> one they're just like blue and like tacky yellow uh and they're like oh the the, uh, the biden trojan horse spending bill and it's, he's using the same tactics that he did with um the covid relief bill where when he said only five percent goes to the prevention of covid but like yeah. that didn't include the $1,400 payments because that wasn't a direct prevention thing, which was the majority of that spending bill. Um, in that same vein, he's been saying uh, only 5% of the infrastructure bill goes to roads and bridges as if roads and bridges are the only thing that make up infrastructure in a country. Um, right. Because that totally leaves out the hundreds of billions in the bill for uh, replacing lead pipes. Uh, so that we don't have more instances of things like Flint, Michigan, um, replacing uh, and repairing train tracks, uh, repairing or and then establishing broadband Internet in rural areas of the United States, which is very much infrastructure because we've gotten to a point in civilization where you pretty much need access to the Internet to like participate in society. Right. And, uh, especially over the past year, where working from home was a huge deal for millions of people. Right. And vast sections of the country just have no access to internet. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's very much infrastructure, but he is, he was basically limiting what infrastructure is to roads and bridges. But then he turned around a few days later and said that he was asking for the Biden administration to spend federal money on repairing the levees in Texas, um, which have needed repair for ever. But um, one, I thought that uh, like, let's, let's play it through one way. Let's say that he includes the levees in the infrastructure bill. Are you still going to keep saying like, Oh, only 5% for roads and bridges. Cause you're a little bitch. Or are you going to own up to the fact that levees aren't infrastructure and that he's helping you anyways? Or are you even going to consider the fact that you've been a fucking senator in texas since i was in high school and never done anything to contribute to the infrastructure in texas uh right. or are like i remember i remember i think i met him when i was in high school which would have been like 12 15 12 to 15 years ago um yeah yeah and he and those levies have needed repair for that long and uh also Texas is always like, oh, don't come and mess with Texas or the federal government. That's why uh, I, the reason that I brought up the power grid was like the whole reason that the power grid set up like that is to prevent the federal government from overseeing 
uh, the federal or the the power grid, and like so they gave it to a private company and detached it from the rest of the country. Um, yeah, keep it all deregulated. And so they're like, yeah, we don't have taxes here, and we don't do this and that. But they want the rest of the country's taxes. Like, what a freeloader! Um, he <laughs> wants to take the taxes that the federal government levies for me in California to pay for the levies in Texas because uh, John Cornyn, welfare queen. He just absolutely <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why did and why didn't you ask Trump? Like, because these levies have needed repair for a long time. Um, but you're not going to ask Trump for help with that. Um, nope. Blame the next guy. As long as the next guy's a Democrat. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it was just insane that he, that, that he's up there asking for money for the infrastructure in Texas, but it not being roads or, or bridges, but not wanting an infrastructure bill, but then also directly <laughs> opposing an infrastructure spending bill. Um, so what I want is for you to not have the infrastructure spending bill, but to shell out for Texas's levies anyways. But I also don't <laughs> want to contribute to the rest of the country with our taxes. Um, <laughs> Like, oh my god! And then there's the um, Abbott, the Abbott, Mister Mister Abbott himself, <laughs> who, uh, in that same vein, um, has just been bitching and bitching and bitching about Biden administration on social media to the point to where even his like supporters, like I scroll down through the comment section, and there's not one supportive thing. Um, people are like, okay, but are you going to do anything like <laughs> other than bitch about Biden? And I was like, I'm glad at least other people are noticing. Um, right. Cause he, <laughs> so he his one of his latest bits. He wants uh, drug cartels in Mexico to be um, labeled by the federal government as um, terrorist organizations. Because I guess he's trying to George W. Bush, Mexico, um, yep. set up a little Guantanamo Bay in, in South Texas or something. Um, right. Because, yeah, he wants them. Because that's the only the only reason for labeling an organization a terrorist organization, like especially a international. Like this is just like the federal labeling for terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, one, he cited crime from Trump era like stuff and two he at when he asked trump for the labeling and trump didn't give it to him he didn't bitch and moan about the label not being given and trump was as anti-mexican as they come so (laughs) (laughs) if you can't get the label from trump then and but then he doesn't you know he just talk tails and walks or rolls away um (laughs) because abbott um (laughs) Abbott. <laughs> but uh yeah now he's making a huge ordeal about like oh well he doesn't want to label them the cartels as terrorists because he's in like cahoots with them and like, did he really say that i mean it's the implication that he gives like oh well i can't see why with all this violent crime why he wouldn't like oh, i wonder oh, what wonder why he wouldn't want to do that um jesus and then yeah i had uh Ted Cruz doing the whole thing with the voting to extend spying stuff for the Patriot Act and then say like complaining about the Postal Service doing whatever the fuck. I don't even, I yeah. literally have no idea. That sounds so funny to me that the U.S. Postal Service is a federal agency that was conducting some sort of spying program. <laughs> That's not at all surprising. I guess my dog has been trying to warn me that the mailman is a spy for his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I'd be a spy mailman. That's got to be a movie, doesn't it? A some B-list action movie. Yeah. Like, not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like Jean-Claude Van Damme or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, keeping things a little bit lighter... Mortal Kombat comes out tomorrow, and I am unbelievably stoked. Everyone should go watch Mortal Kombat. This uh, podcast officially endorses Mortal Kombat <laughs> for a movie of the year. I didn't even know that they were making a movie for that. I've not kept up with oh, man. entertainment recently. So good. Uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah. We 
also uh do you have anything else for episode wise no i'm pretty pretty set yeah um so we can talk a little bit about the um upcoming stuff uh we're planning on doing a new segment where we wrap up all of our complaints about (laughs) conservative politicians into a bi-monthly bitch baby award ceremony where we will come go back and forth like we normally do talking about Cruz and Cornyn and Abbott and stuff and uh, give them a point for each thing that we bring up about them and uh, award a bi-monthly bitch baby award to whichever one has the most points at the end of the episode and we'll stat track on our website uh, who is the current and who is the all-time biggest bitch baby um (laughs) and uh we'll also have some social media contests related to that where you can uh try to guess who's going to be the biggest bitch baby for the next episode and get some shout outs for uh getting that correctly and then also um probably end up with a t-shirt contest once we get t-shirts designed which will be coming in the near future as well uh We've got a new website that's getting ready to launch whenever I figure out how to do that. <laughs> I'm currently struggling. I got to the end of the design process, but it's it's uh, kind of a mess to get launched, <laughs> the last part. Um, and uh, that will also come with um, some other options besides... Uh, hope, we hope to eventually get a merch shop that has some fun stuff from the uh from the episodes and then with our logo um so if there is some kind of like particular phrase you've heard that was especially funny to you uh send us a message or something let us know so that i don't have to listen to our own voices again for like the third time yeah try to find the cool stuff any uh any recommendations uh also if you have anything that you would like us to talk about um on an episode uh you can send in your uh any interesting news or any interesting anything that you find and we will uh sift through it probably as its own segment as well um but yeah that'll all be coming after the break because we're going to take a few weeks off to kind of get geared up for that and uh this will be our like like i said our mid-season finale um and when we come back it should be a little bit more formal um a little more organized yeah and there should be uh oh the other thing that we're implementing too if you're enjoying the content and want to uh support us there's a gonna be a buy me a coffee link which is an app that um allows you to donate the price of a cup of coffee which i think is like five bucks is what the app is set to that you can just click the link and donate five bucks to uh the podcast which would be great because there's a lot of little fees and surcharges and shit that go along with uh keeping a podcast on the air and producing it and uh and we are poor yeah so it's something that we can we can split for now but would love the opportunity to be able to do this without it like costing money so (laughs) right um anyways yeah i think that that's pretty much everything don't forget to subscribe to us and whatnot yeah follow us on twitter you can follow each of the individual hosts there um facebook as well um also, I saw we got one more five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Thank you, whoever that was. Uh, still no funny, uh, funny reviews, review though. No kind of suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Um, Spotify doesn't have a- an option for uh, a feature for reviews. <clears throat> so if yeah. you want to leave us a review, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts or have some other way to listen to us... Um, that you prefer if you could leave a review there until Spotify gets this shit together on that. Um, you can also leave one on our Facebook page, but it would go a lot further to uh, helping get the brand out there. If you put it on the Apple podcast site, um, 
which you can find the links to. Um, I'll probably put them in the in the Facebook bio and make a post for them because right now the website's down. Um, right. Yeah, or just search us on on Apple Podcasts. But yeah, uh, it, all of the social media contests or whatever if you want to get zach's prize or or participate anything else uh give us a review let us know how we're doing let us know what you think we could do better um do it at apple podcasts but do it nicely because <laughs> our egos are fragile <laughs> if you're mean to me uh you'll become my next target you and ted cruz <laughs> <laughs> Once we work our way down the Republican establishment, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Butt Blaster 420 eats poop. <laughs> He's a uh, shitty doo doo head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that uh, about does it for this episode. Mm, bye. <laughs>